This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Payer Issues Podcast. Here's your daily industry news briefing for today, July 15th. First, United Health Group saw double-digit revenue growth over the last three months driven by continued member growth under United Healthcare and value-based arrangements at Optum Health, according to the company's second quarter 2022 earnings report. United Healthcare also said it would be getting rid of out-of-pocket costs for some prescription drugs under fully insured group plans. Medications that will have a zero-cost share include insulin, as well as several others. Pending regulatory approvals, the policy could be in place by January 1st. United Health Group, which includes both United Healthcare and Optum, reported revenue growth of 12.6% year-over-year, increasing from $71.3 billion to $80.3 billion. Operating costs grew over 12%, rising from $65.3 billion to $73.2 billion year-over-year for the quarter. Net earnings were nearly $5.2 billion, a 19% increase year-over-year. UnitedHealthcare itself reported revenue growth of nearly 12%, increasing from $55.5 billion to $62.1 billion. Operating earnings for UnitedHealthcare were $3.9 billion, compared to $3.1 billion at the same time last year. UnitedHealthcare members grew by more than 600000 in 2022 so far, including 280,000 in the second quarter. Two, Clover Health plans to offer Medicare Advantage plans in 13 new counties across Georgia, South Carolina, and Tennessee in 2023, pending CMS approval. Medicare-eligible individuals be able to enroll from October 15th through December 7th, with coverage starting on January 1st. The Franklin, Tennessee-based InsurTech company currently provides Medicare Advantage plans to 85,000 members across 209 counties. The proposed expansion will make plans available in 220 counties in eight states, which are Alabama, Georgia, Mississippi, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, South Carolina, Tennessee, and Texas. Clover will also exit El Paso County in Texas and Pima County in Arizona. Three, Sacramento, California-based Sutter Health has chosen R1RCM to handle its end-to-end revenue cycle services. The company will be the health system's exclusive revenue cycle management provider for the next 10 years, according to a July 14th press release. Sutter Health and R1RCM estimated the deal will save the provider $400 million over that span. As part of the agreement, about 1,150 Sutter revenue cycle employees will be offered comparable positions, pay, and benefits with R1RCM. Four. American Interstate Insurance Company argued that it is not on the hook for the full $38 million Georgia hospital billed for two burn victims of a workplace explosion, according to a Law 360 report. The insurer said that in a Georgia federal court filing, it should not have to pay only the $3.8 million it already paid to the doctor's hospital of Augusta for treating the victims. American Interstate Insurance argued the payment is based on insured workers' policy and the South Carolina Workers' Compensation Act. The victims were injured while working in Spartanburg, South Carolina in November. The company argued that the amounts billed by Doctors Hospital of Augusta exceeded the usual customary and reasonable charges of treating workers' compensation injuries by millions of dollars. Five. Healthcare Financial Management Association President and CEO Joseph Pfeiffer announced his plans to retire to staff and association members earlier this month. Mr. Pfeiffer's retirement is effective June 1st, 2023, according to a press release from the organization. 
He has been president and CEO of the Chicago-based association since June 2012. He said he is grateful for the opportunity to serve. During his tenure, association membership grew from 37,000 to more than 89,000. With the announcement, HFMA is now looking for a successor. If you would like the latest in healthcare and payer industry news delivered to your inbox every afternoon, subscribe to the Becker's Payer Issues e-newsletter through our website at www.beckerspayer.com.